where Trace waited. Over the years, he'd built up alliances everywhere and sometimes worked with coyotes, who made a living taking people back and forth over the border. Thanks to those contacts, even with the extra cargo slumped in his back seat, no one had stopped him as he went through the border checkpoint. The van had been given only a cursory inspection, his weapons ignored, and the excuse of the women being tired, never mind that one was beaten and haggard, only half-dressed, had satisfied all questions. Both men were damn good at what they did, but Trace couldn't go after his sister himself as he'd wanted, because the men holding her knew what he looked like. Before he'd have gotten close to Tijuana, Trace would have been spotted by lookouts. So Dare had gone, and come back with more than he'd bargained for. Making a small sound, Alani tucked her face in closer to her brother's shoulder. The siblings shared blonde hair and light brown eyes, but that's where the physical similarities ended. Trace was thirty, of an age with Dare, eight years older than his sister. He stood six foot three and weighed over two hundred pounds, all of it muscle. Next to him, Alani looked tiny and fragile and, presently, wounded. Even since Dare had removed her from the trailer, fresh bruises continued to show on her arms and around her narrow wrists. Because the bastards had planned to sell her, they hadn't harmed her face. Innocence was a huge commodity, and at twenty-two, having led a sheltered life, Alani gave off a definite vibe of innocence. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed women brought the most profit, but he had a feeling that Alani's golden-brown eyes, in contrast to her very fair hair, would have fascinated the sick pricks. Dare prayed they hadn't raped her, knowing a woman ill-used would bring less, but he left that uncomfortable discussion for Trace. Hearing a noise like a soft moan, Dare zeroed in on the van with his senses on alert. He'd left the rear door open so he'd hear her if she moved, if she awoke, but she did no more than readjust. Three hours had passed since he'd carried her out of that trailer. Worry gnawed at him. Why didn't she awaken? Dare? His eyes filled with pain, rage, and relief. Trace whispered, Thank you. Alani gave an audible swallow, and then she, too, said, Yes, thank you. So much. Putting a hand on her shoulder, Dare replied without words. He'd known Alani for years, watched her grow up, and felt like a pseudo-big brother in many ways. He'd attended her graduation, both from high school and college. He'd been there with Alani and Trace when they buried their parents. They'd become part of his hodgepodge family. Two days ago, human traffickers had snatched Alani outside her hotel while she vacationed near the beach. Tomorrow she would have been sold, and finding her after that might have become impossible. Right now, what the siblings needed was time alone, and Dare needed to sort things out with his remaining passenger. I should get going. Trace followed Dare's attention toward the van, 
saw the slim, dirty foot that appeared out of the open rear passenger door and lifted one eyebrow in an expression of disbelief. You have a passenger? A small complication, that's all. You're serious? Dare shrugged. There were six women in that small trailer trace. Four of them were local and scattered as soon as I got them free. He nodded his head toward the van. That one was drugged, near-starved, grimy. And in many ways, even in the cramped confines of the rusty trailer, she had been separated from the others, kept alone. For certain, she wasn't the typical woman kidnapped for the growing sex trade. Trace grew curious in that quiet way of his. An American complication? I think so. From what he'd seen of her grubby face, she didn't look foreign.